projection into a future timeline and by this point i still didn't know if i'd ever be seeing alex again so it was wild and in this flash forward i went into almost like a lucid dream-like state it felt like i was dreaming it felt like i was lucid but i was aware that i was not dreaming it was very very strange i've never experienced anything like this before and yeah essentially i started to fully experience like full body sensory experience alex and i reuniting again um and it looked like it was on this like tropical island i had no idea it would be the dominican republic it was Welcome to Doing It For The Dharma, a safe and sacred space where we dive into juicy, nourishing topics related to our soul's evolution. To inspire you to do your dharma, I share with you the inspiring stories of souls from around the world who had the courage to follow their own inner calling, and so can you. Namaste, sweet, sweet souls. Welcome back to a, another episode of Doing It For The Dharma. Today, I'm here to bring you a little surprise solo episode, one that I didn't think I would be bringing you, but hey, it's here. And before you listen to this episode, if you haven't already heard episode number 34, my raw wild healing journey with ayahuasca kembo fasting all of that pause this go and listen to that episode now and then meet me back in this space because wow what a journey i have been on and yeah if you have listened to that episode you'll know very well that i spent about three months of my recent life um yeah believing that i was pregnant and just receiving all of the messages all of the signs from spirit receiving this information from mother ayahuasca and just like yeah spirit was coming through with the signs and even my own body was coming through with the signs but as you'll know if you listen all the way to the end of that episode i I went and got a scan and I went and got a blood test. First, I got the scan to see if I was pregnant and the lady in the scan room was just very, very almost like dismissive. She was just kind of rude, but hey, everyone's gone through their own journey. But anywho, she puts the scanner on my womb and there's nothing in there. And she's like, are you sure you're pregnant? Like, when did you have your last period like there's no baby um she was like you you never were pregnant she's like there's not even a sack in that which means like I could have miscarried she's like there's nothing and her attitude was just very short and like as though I just like wasted her time and that I was just like a silly girl I don't know it was a very very disempowering experience and I I, I wanted more clarification. I didn't really believe it. So the next day I went and got a blood test to see if I was pregnant because, you know, by this point we'd already met with our doula because we'd planned we want to do a home birth and everything. Um, I'd recently told my parents that I was pregnant, which was like a big deal for me. And I went into that in the last episode too. And um, yeah, so I, I get the blood test and it comes back negativo, obviously I'm in the Dominican, and I'm like, wow, that is wild, like, what a trip, like, I'm not pregnant, and really, it doesn't make sense, because I would have been five weeks pregnant at the time, and honestly, we thought I was um, further along at the time, we thought I was a few months pregnant, because I hadn't had my period two months prior to all of these symptoms happening. Um, But anyway, I find out now, of course, that I am pregnant. And yeah, I realize, wow, I would have been five weeks and they, they didn't pick it up. And what's just hilarious is that on the scan that I did where they revealed I wasn't pregnant, 
there was a timestamp on there, of course, and the timestamp was wrong, but the timestamp said 3.33 a.m., and I was like, wow, because that's Alex and my main angel number, and I was like, what the hell, spirit, like, why are you deceiving me so much, you know, I, I honestly got really angry at spirit, and, you know, from having received this information that, I'm not pregnant, and despite having all of these signs from my body, I thought, well, I must be delusional, and and we were googling, like, phantom pregnancy, because, like, my belly was getting big, and I had no period, and I was so nauseous, and so exhausted, and get all these sharp pains, like, all of the signs, right, and I just thought, wow, like, I'm just completely delusional, and then I really did go through a really dark period for you know, a few months, because I've always been someone who's been very, very connected to my body, and very, very connected to my intuition, and the signs that I receive from spirit, and we were receiving signs, left, right, and center, like, no joke, we'd, like, pull up to, I don't know, this beautiful lagoon, and it would just be nature and nothing else there, and then they'd be, like, a little baby sock, like, hanging off a twig branch, and then I'd, like, walk through um a colmado aisle like a little store aisle and like a packet of baby nappies would just fall off the shelf and land at my feet like just weird shit like that was happening a lot and um and it was just so confusing you know to have spirit and intuition really affirming one thing and then and then medical mainstream science telling me another thing which is funny because when I was in school, in high school, I was, I was pretty smart, like, I did very well, but in the topics, like, English, and art, and drama, and just, like, you know, anything to do with maths or science, I was terrible at, so I was put in the dumb groups, I don't want to say the dumb groups, that's really mean, but I was put in, like, the lower sets for, like, science, so I never got the opportunity to learn about science in school, like, I never had lessons on biology or physics or, you know, whatever else there is in science, I don't even know, that's so bad, right, um, yeah, they just didn't give me that opportunity, but I believe that's the biggest blessing, because, from not having this scientific paradigm forced upon my mental construct, I was therefore way more open to spirituality. And I feel like, you know, that was all very, very intentional from the universe. So it's just kind of ironic how like science, which I've never really, you know, been very much involved in, is now being the one that's saying I'm not pregnant and causing me to feel distrusting of my body when all along I was you know, spirit was leading me towards all of the answers, so I think it's really amazing, and I think, you know, it's just such an important reminder that as women, especially, we are so connected to our bodies, this is the essence of Shakti, the divine feminine, you know, it's fully embodied, and the beautiful masculine energy that is equally as important is very mental, uh, it's all about our conscious awareness. It's very much mind-based, so very, very in the head. And a lot of us find ourselves, most of the time, operating within this realm of masculine energy, which is head-based, mental, logical, rational, reasoning. We find ourselves very little and very often in the full feminine energy of being fully in our bodies, which is why it's so amazing to have practices like yoga and dance and moving or swimming in the ocean or whatever it is that brings you fully into your body and when we are in our bodies you know this is where we do receive the signs from source this is where we do receive the downloads and messages from spirit because if we're always in our head and we're always thinking we don't have the space for those divine messages to come through right so yeah, just an important reminder to all the sisters out there, trust your body, trust yourself over mainstream science, I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to share a little bit more about my story and about this whole journey because this pregnancy has been a very divine intervention and 
just to go back for some context of the listeners who perhaps don't really know me on a personal level is that I never ever ever wanted children I was very much against it and perhaps that's because of my own little trauma patterns of you know being raised by predominantly a single mother and I really saw that she did it all by herself like when I was born she was doing a degree at university and having to manage you know raising a young child by herself and study and then also work to earn some money and then transitioning from uni to like full-time work and raising a child and it was always just me and my mum and very occasionally you know I'd, I'd see my dad on on weekends and stuff but my mum was really doing all of the work and I saw that as a child and I saw and felt how hard that must have been you know it's not an easy job so shout out to all of the single mothers out there who were doing it because god bless you like I just don't know how I could honestly which is why I never wanted children because I never had that healthy two-parent or co-parent role model in my life growing up I didn't believe that was possible and I know that sounds very strange and Alex and I even had this discussion the other day like so you didn't think one day you could have a healthy relationship it wasn't about a healthy relationship it just I just didn't realize that a child can be raised with two loving parents who are together and want to raise this child together I just never saw it even in a lot of the friends that I had around me, like they had single mothers often or single parents or split homes. So yeah, that was just my paradigm and it scared the shit out of me, honestly. So I thought, no, I don't want to deal with that. I want to be free. I want to travel the world. I want to do my own thing. I was never like concerned about having a family or I was never even concerned about having a partner. Like I've never been one to fantasize over like, this beautiful marriage and this beautiful family that's just never really crossed my mind I guess because in a sense that's more masculine energy where I'm very much more focused on my career and my goals and my vision and what it is I want to birth into that into the world in that other sense so that was kind of my history and uh a lot of my friends and my good sisters know that to be the case. And even when I met my beautiful, beloved Alex, like I even shared the same thing with him. Like, I never want kids. Like, that's not something that I want. And um, yeah, you know, like every every partner that I've, I've been with and it's been serious, I've expressed, I, I don't want to have children. And they have to be cool with that, you know, because if they're coming in with expectations, then obviously there's a little disconnect in... Uh, you know where the future could be going so yeah that was my that was my path however when I got stuck in Australia due to COVID biggest blessing ever I was supposed to be there for two weeks but I got stuck there for a whole year I've got an episode about that somewhere on the podcast um I started to experience communal living living in different conscious communities and I really started to connect with more of my tribe. So people who are living an alternative path, people who are feeling connected to Mother Earth, people who were very open-minded, who often had a beautiful spiritual practice and outlook on life. And I started to see conscious mothers within these pockets of communities. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And one community I lived in, there was a beautiful um, little baby called Deborah, little Asian baby. She was so beautiful. And she had a single mother. However, as we were living in community, Deborah, the little baby's name, actually had about six mothers. So six women in the community were really maternal. And they all mothered Deborah. And she was only like two or something, and she called every one of them mama. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, well, that's a new, that's a new model of raising a child. That's cool. And then I was living in my beautiful sister Lucy's um, family farm community. And her sister is in a polyamorous relationship. Beautiful, beautiful triple of human beings. Beck, Holly and Justin, shout out. You're so inspirational. And 
Holly gave birth to a beautiful, beautiful baby girl. And then Beck, you know, Lucy's sister, that other partner, gave birth to another beautiful baby girl. And God bless Justin, the father of these two amazing young girls. And just to see the family dynamic that they have together, you know, again, not traditional, but wow, like it was really, really inspiring and just seeing these babies being raised barefoot on the land, helping you out in the garden, growing their own food. And um, yeah, it was just, again, like another paradigm switch for me. That wasn't something I've ever encountered in life before. I'm just going to have to take a sip of water one moment. Okay, that was necessary. Um, so yeah, I was, I was moving along communities. I was, yeah, I was just experiencing this whole new version of motherhood. And I lived in a beautiful community town in called Bellingham. And there I met so many conscious mothers, mothers who were yoga teachers, who were herbalists, who were dance teachers, social workers, and yeah, they were all being raised consciously. These little babies were doing ecstatic dance and yoga and like eating organic vegetables fresh from the market. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. You know, again, seeing that new side to motherhood. And I was like, interested. Like I still didn't want to have children, but I was interested. And it was there that I went into a lucid dream and I had the intention of working with my inner child to heal that relationship. So in my lucid dream, I called forth my inner child and I I met her and connected with her and we held hands and we flew off of a cliff together, you know, just to show trust and healing. And the very next day I was at a market, I was selling some of my clothes and this little six-year-old comes over to me and sits next to me and, and she stays and chats to me for an hour. And I thought it was very interesting because my inner child I'd met in my dream the night before was six. And usually, like, I don't know how to deal with kids. Like, I don't know how to talk to them. I just don't really want to interact with them. But after this lucid um, dream healing, yeah, I was able to have this beautiful conversation for an hour with a six-year-old girl. Never forget that. Ayla, she was so sweet. So, yeah, things were already shifting internally for me. And, you know, by that point, I'd already met Alex and already had this incredibly powerful, beautiful, deep, deep, deep soul connection. Um, but at that point, we didn't think we'd ever see each other again because he was, you know, having to go back to the U.S. I didn't know what I was doing. I was going to maybe stay in Australia. COVID makes things a bit complicated in terms of travel. So we didn't think we'd ever see each other again, but we still kept in very close contact every day just out of pure love you know we just we were just so I don't know so in love that we wanted to still remain in each other's lives in that way so yeah that was really beautiful to keep in touch every day for four months in fact <laughs> um so anywho while I was living in Bellingham I was also diving a lot into plant medicine ceremony and especially the beautiful mushroom medicine with my dear, dear sister Lucy. And I'd had a few very intense experiences on these medicines where I knew that I would be reconnecting with Alex again. Like it was so, so clear to me, even though at the time I didn't know how, when it was just very, very clear to me. And I had this experience on um, mushrooms before we were in the forest in this beautiful sacred land where I basically received from the mushrooms they sang through me that I was going to be having a child with Alex and it was something like uh, when one becomes two and two becomes three you're gonna have a baby like stop resisting this like I don't know they were they were singing it so beautifully through me and um it was very very interesting and I was like whoa kind of like it was kind of intense you know to receive that information and then after another medicine journey some other point um, that was very, very intense. I connected with Alex's energy and a very intense experience happened actually, but that's a whole other story to go into. Um, maybe I'll share it one time with Alex, but 
yeah, essentially, the day after this medicine journey, I was feeling more present than I ever had. And I went into this very trance-like state. And I just shared with a beautiful brother and sister, Reverend Amanda, about some of the experiences that I'd had in relation to Alex with my medicine journey and yeah it sent me into this really wild trance state and I had to make my way back to the guest house where I was living and volunteering and I almost couldn't walk properly I was feeling very very out of this world very dazed very light and my beautiful sister Lucy saw me and she's like whoa like I think you need to like sit down or lay down and she was she's very very intuitive Lucy cancer moon that'll do it and she's like, I feel like this has something to do with Alex. She was like, I feel like maybe right now on the other side of the world, Alex is having a lucid dream with you or something like something's happening here. So I laid down in the hammock and just closed my eyes and focused on my breath and just allowed myself to sink deeper into this trance like state. And what happened was so crazy. I experienced what I can only call a flash forward so of course there's flashbacks of things that we you know remember experiencing in life excuse me um but this was like a flash forward this was like a projection into a future timeline and by this point I still didn't know if I'd ever be seeing Alex again so it was wild and in this flash forward I went into almost like a lucid dream-like state. It felt like I was dreaming. It felt like I was lucid, but I was aware that I was not dreaming. It was very, very strange. I've never experienced anything like this before. And yeah, essentially, I started to fully experience, like full body sensory experience, Alex and I reuniting again. Um, And it looked like it was on this like tropical island. I had no idea it would be the Dominican Republic. It was just like a very tropical looking beach. And then I get another flash forward and I feel the first time he makes me pregnant. And then I get another flash forward and I feel our son being born. And in this vision, I received that his name was linked to the sun. Um, And... And that his favorite animal was a tiger. Oh my god, it's so wild. And then I'm like, whoa, this is actually freaking me out because it was so real. And then I was like to spirit, okay, no more. Like, I don't want to see anything else because like, what if I see something bad that happens or something that I don't want to see happen, you know, something like that. And I was like, okay, no more, please. I don't want to see anymore because I wasn't in control of it. And then I get like a flash of like Alex and I having this sacred union ceremony on the beach and there's candles and there's flowers on my barefoot. It wasn't marriage, but it was like just a sacred celebration of love, essentially. And then I get a really far flash forward of like us two in rocking chairs and we're old and we're holding hands and we're reminiscing on the life that we've had together and we're laughing and we consciously decide to leave our bodies together and, you know, transcend to the next realm. So that was fucking intense. Like, it was wild. And after that, I scrambled out of the hammock. I scrambled to my room. I was still in this really daisy state where I wasn't, like, fully functional. And I just grabbed the nearest journal that I had because I just bought a new journal, but I still hadn't finished my other one. I couldn't find my other one, so I had to do it in my new journal. And I just scribbled down everything that I experienced. And... It's amazing because that journal, and that was on the first page of that journal, and that journal is the one that I have with me right now in the Caribbean because the other one I finished before and it's left in Australia with Lucy. So, and I read it out to Alex in the park the other day, you know, after we found out the news, I'm like, listen to this. And what is so trippy is that when this child is going to be born is going to be born in the year of the tiger we just discovered a few days ago and in my vision his favorite animal was a tiger i don't know there's just some very very weird links and when i did do my ayahuasca journey and i connected to you know this is a little bit further down the timeline now but when i did do the journey and and connected to the baby in my womb and the soul of that baby i was gazing up into the moon and I saw his soul in the moon it was very 
yeah, it was quite wild. And I received the name of this child and the name that was given was Solar. So, you know, in English it would be Sola, but we would only want to use it in the Spanish version, which would be Solar, which means, you know, derived of the sun. And in my vision, like the name was linked to the sun. Like in my vision, I couldn't pick the name. I thought it was like Ray or something like something to do with the, the sunshine. But then in ayahuasca, it came through Solar. So, oh, so, so wild, like how all of this is like unfolding. And anywho, so a little bit further down the timeline in Bellingham and my mom really blesses me with the opportunity to go and see Alex because my mom is very psychic and very tapped in and she's like when are you going to see him and I was like I don't know like maybe in another lifetime or something and she's like you're in this lifetime you have to go see him and I was like well how global pandemic I'm in Australia he's elsewhere and she was like find out where he is in the world and I knew that he would be going to the Dominican and she's like I'm gonna buy a plane ticket there and I was like, oh my God, what the hell? Because my visa was ending soon anyway in Australia. So it was kind of perfect timing. And I was like, wow, like, okay, if you really insist, I'll take it. And um, Alex was so, yeah, Alex was suggesting that I go there because I was going to go to Costa Rica maybe. But he was like, you know, I can come to the Dominican. And I was like, mm, okay. So that was facilitated and divinely guided. But before I left, Lucy who as I mentioned is so tapped in so intuitive also very psychic she was we were sitting in her van which she made all by herself the most amazing van that we traveled around in a little bit and she asked me so like how are you feeling about going to see Alex and then I reply you know I'm so excited looking forward to it she doesn't respond to what I just shared instead she leans in close looks at me dead in the eyes and she said you and Alex are going to have a baby and I was like what and she's like you're gonna have a baby like I just know it and I was like oh my god like it was just so direct and it was almost like almost like it didn't even come from her you know it was just like spirit like communicating to me very clearly and I was like holy shit and then another of my very tapped in sisters Caitlin also said the same thing and now she's Pisces so she's also very psychic and I was just like whoa what the hell because at this point like I still didn't really want to have kids you know like yes I was having these experiences you know seeing all these beautiful children but ultimately I still didn't want to have children so for me that was kind of like oh shit okay and then the beautiful goddesses that Alex was volunteering at within the Dominican they were saying the same they were joking around like you know quote-unquote joking like oh you and Maddie are gonna have a baby when she comes here and you're gonna stay in the Dominican forever and just like all of these people were saying it so I don't know we found it funny and we didn't really take it very seriously despite all of these messages and um yeah so obviously when we reunited like it was so amazing and so so special and yeah like further down the line we would you know dive into these plant medicine ceremonies together Alex and I and Alex said that the first time we did mushrooms together like he saw me as pregnant no I wouldn't have been pregnant at the time but he really really saw it so maybe he was tapping into this upcoming timeline and then at one point you know I was a few months late on my period as I've mentioned and we were like oh shit like is this is this what we think it is like is this pregnancy and I took three pregnancy tests and they all said no but by this point like the signs from spirit started pouring in so it was kind of weird and um, yeah, honestly, it was really difficult for me to accept the fact that I could have been pregnant because I mentioned I didn't want children. So I went through a kind of like crisis, like, oh my God, I don't want kids. Like I can't travel, I can't do this, like no. And it kind of freaked me out. And then as I went further down the line and I realized what a beautiful, supportive, loving partner Alex is to me and what an amazing father he would be if we were to have a child and yeah I really began to peel back my old childhood wounding and I realized wow maybe it would actually be really healing for me to have a child and have a supportive partner there so I can break through that limited concept that it's not possible for me you know so yeah there was so much healing that took place so then we were like so convinced that I was pregnant because even though the tests were saying no my belly was getting big, I was getting nauseous, like all these different things. 
And um, yeah, there was just so many signs that were happening around us. And then there was an ayahuasca ceremony coming up. And, you know, I was aware that if I was pregnant, that would be like a big deal to go through. So everyone got interviewed before the ayahuasca ceremony. And obviously I shared with them that, you know, we don't know because the tests say no, but I could be pregnant. Like if that is, if you think that is still safe, and the shaman is still happy to have me in the ceremony, then I would love to take part because intuitively I just knew it was the right thing for me to do. And yeah, so the shaman was amazing. He was, um, yeah, he was raised in this um, family in Peru and he was raised as like an incarnation of his great-grandfather who was this great shaman. And yeah, he's incredible. So he's been doing ayahuasca since he was four years old, you know, training to be this shaman that he is. And wow, it was amazing. And because they thought I could be pregnant, they gave me just a micro, micro dose of uh, ayahuasca. And honestly, nothing happened to me on the first night. I thought the dose was too small. But when I reflect back later, I realized that what happened to me was I felt like I was the mother of everyone there, you know, I heard everyone's purges and screams and laughter and cries and I just felt like everyone's on their journey and I felt like the mother and as soon as I knew everyone was on their journey, I could just rest and relax and sleep, it was so strange. So I felt as though nothing had happened, so I decided to go back for night number two the next day and again just had a very very micro dose and still nothing happened or i thought nothing happened so when the shaman offered a second cup um i decided to take the second cup and then i went into the motherland like like this very very intense ayahuasca realm and again i'm pretty sure i shared a little bit about this experience in uh, episode 34 my raw wild healing journey but yeah it was an incredible experience and ultimately I didn't have an experience on ayahuasca in this journey I became mother ayahuasca like it was the most wild thing in the world like I felt like I was the mother of the universe and I couldn't be in the ceremonial space anymore because I felt like I didn't belong there and there was a lot of masculine energy there and there was a lot of tobacco smoke which is a very um it's the grandfather spirit which protects the space but there was so much smoke I felt like I was choking on masculine energy and I needed to get out of that space so I crawled into the garden this beautiful garden with so many plants and flowers and there was the full moon and I just had my own ceremony by myself you know I didn't want anyone to come near me and in the ceremony I felt as though I was giving birth and I went through this whole like birthing process and was like the heavy breathing and like yeah it was incredible and one of the guides because I had space holders that came over to me and he was trying to like calm me down and and then I I got really angry and furious because I felt like who is this man to think he can interrupt a woman giving birth like how dare he and in my journey I turned into this rainbow jaguar and I started crawling and hissing at him and it must have been the freaking wildest thing ever but it was just so primal and raw and a little bit later on like I don't know a month later I found out that the rainbow jaguar in the shamanic traditions is is the midwife is the spiritual midwife and she's the one who helps um, birth new life into these realms so I think wow like that's fucking crazy I turned into that energy while I was giving birth to protect myself like very very incredible I would say and um, so yeah so I was also like screaming a bit because obviously if you're giving birth it's a big deal and they were trying to quiet me down and again I was getting angry because I was like how dare they quiet down the wild feminine like my screams are my purges and are my releases and they are worthy of being expressed so I was like look I'm not gonna quiet down but if you want to take me further and deeper into the garden because it was very big like go ahead like take me there so God bless one of the other guides. This was the female guide, Anahid. I only wanted to deal with Anahid. I didn't want to deal with the men. <laughs> um, she led me deeper into the garden, sat me under the moonlight, and it was a full moon. And it was there that I really started to connect to the soul of this baby. Now, at this point, we didn't know I was pregnant. But yeah, in this journey, 
I was communing with my son in the moon and you know as I mentioned I received his name Solar I received that he's going to be like very very powerful shaman in this lifetime and that he's going to be a very powerful healer and yeah I was basically like cradling my womb like singing to him like welcoming him into this realm and oh my god it was such a beautiful experience and that was where I really embodied like motherhood in that moment like not something I'd ever done before in life so that was you know some of my journey and then a part of Alex's journey and obviously Alex had his own like incredible wild journey okay there's so many mosquitoes I just have to spray so in some second <laughs> sorry guys so many mozzies out at the moment oh my goodness um so obviously Alex had his own incredible journey and I do want to bring him on the podcast very soon because we have so much to dive into as you know but a small part of his journey was that he became the baby in my womb like we both had our own separate journeys and um (coughs) oh my god now I'm choking on spray (laughs) he became the baby in my womb and he said that in his journey like as the baby pure pure consciousness he felt so proud of us as parents and he felt that like the reason of Alex and I reuniting in this lifetime was to bring in this new birth you know was to bring in this new incarnation and he also saw um a brother of his and his partner starting a family too in his journey like he received that him and his and his brother was starting families and now was time to clear the soil and purify so they can be you know the best fathers that they can be um so that was like a small part of his journey so we both essentially received that i was pregnant we both connected to solar spirit like alex also received that it was male and really really connected with him um so that was that journey so after that we were both convinced like i'm pregnant 100 percent and you know we we shared the news like (laughs) we told our friends and like the whole community knew you know like it was just so funny and then um you know shortly after we tell our parents because we believed I was like kind of far along by this point we believed I was at least a couple months along because like I hadn't had my period for a couple months in reality I only would have been like five weeks but still slightly misjudged the length the length of it but hey we tell our parents and everything and then shortly after as I shared at the beginning we found out that I wasn't pregnant or quote-unquote wasn't pregnant through the scan and the blood tests so then it was just like whoa like what the hell did we experience then in ayahuasca because we recently found out that the brother that Alex saw is starting a family is in fact starting a family like his partner is just revealed she's like five months pregnant and even at the time she didn't know you know they didn't know it's like how could Alex know and so we're like wow why would ayahuasca like lie (laughs) in a sense you know um but then we interpret it as okay like it's just helped us heal a lot by believing that we were pregnant and helped us realize that wow we really do want to be together and maybe do this one day so yeah it was that whole that whole journey then what happened after is is interesting because I think it's an absolute miracle how this baby is survived and like healthy and happy and good happy because after I found out I wasn't pregnant as I mentioned I went into a pretty dark space of distrusting my body feeling very disconnected from my body believing I was delusional and um so I decided I needed to do like a big cleanse and so I decided to dive into Cambo so Campbell was like a sacred frog medicine and essentially if you were to ingest it it would either kill you or paralyze you for life which sounds very intense um but the ancient tribes would use it in contact with um you know like a burnt burnt wound on the skin and if you just put a little bit of that medicine inside of the burnt wound then it acts as a very intense purification very intense way to detoxify your whole being your whole aura your whole energy system um and I decided like I need to do this you know because I was going through such a rough time internally that I needed a deep deep cleanse um and 
a lot of people were doing it before ayahuasca because it's a really good medicine to do yeah prior to ayahuasca just so you come in nice and pure and cleansed but because we believed i may have been pregnant i didn't do that because one round of kembo is supposed to be an instant abortion so i was like yeah if i'm pregnant i don't want to risk that so when i found out i wasn't quote unquote unquote, wasn't pregnant i was like sweet now i need to do kembo and just clear out whatever is happening in my body because there's obviously some gut issues or something happening that i have all of these symptoms so i did one round and it was so intense and i wanted to do like the full three rounds which in total I think is about 17 dots, which is a lot. So I took myself on a solo retreat to the mountains where the beautiful space holders, Vache and Anahid, who were space holding for the ayahuasca ceremony. And it was absolutely incredible. And again, I shared about this already in my previous episode 34, so I won't go into it. won't go into it too much but essentially I did the other two rounds of Kembo and even the night before I did the Kembo I was already purging I was already throwing up and now I look back at it I'm like wow that was just pregnancy sickness but at the time I was like wow I must have food poisoning um yeah so I did these two extra rounds of Kembo which involves intense vomiting like intense purging it just goes into the deepest places within you and just rips up like whatever is not serving you so of course like if there was a fetus in there an early fetus which would have been like highly highly likely that fetus would be terminated you know so like it's no joke to go through Kembo it takes a lot and um yeah so essentially i did the kembo three times in total and i felt a lot better afterwards honestly like i felt more myself and more clear in my mind and then after the kembo we did a mushroom ceremony to kind of process everything um and then afterwards you know a few months go by and alex and i dive into a couple more mushroom ceremonies so I'm just thinking like how the hell did this baby survive three rounds of Kembo you know what I mean it's just like that just doesn't seem normal especially like at an early fetus phase but then we recently googled like you know pregnancy in Kembo and apparently in the tribes the ancient tribes oh I just felt a baby kick oh yeah I'm talking about you little one <laughs> he's like yeah I'm strong about <laughs> in the um in the tribes um they would give kembo to early pregnant women and if the child survived the kembo it would mean it was a strong and healthy fetus and it would it would survive and they would do the kembo halfway through and at the end of the pregnancy like you know that's that's pretty intense right so i was just like wow this baby's gonna, it is gonna be a shaman, it's like surviving all the trials and the tribulations, and, um, and obviously, because I didn't know I was pregnant, I've just done everything you're not supposed to do when you're pregnant, like, I recently got a tattoo on my ribs, I've been doing intense breath work, breath of fire, kapalabhati, because I thought I've got digestive issues, I need to clear this up, so it's like an intense breath work, I've been doing intense kundalini breath work, which involves a lot of twisting through the abdomen, and shot like really squeezing the core I've been doing like intense workouts I went to beautiful sister Sabrina's breath work which is not safe for pregnant women there was actually a pregnant woman who was also four months in there because that's what I am and I didn't know and she had a completely different type of breath work to do because it's not safe oh there's so many things that I've done (laughs) that I'm like how the hell has this baby survived like obviously just really wants to come through into this realm you know for it to you know I've gone through all of these different things and yet when I had that scan when I found out it was a healthy fetus with a healthy heartbeat I'm like wow like this baby is a freaking miracle and it was pretty crazy how I did find out that I was actually pregnant because you know, my mom and I are very close, and she knows all of these health issues I've been going through, and and she's been kind of worried about me, and and as of lately, like you know, I'd 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 started to throw up randomly, and you know, my breasts were getting bigger. I have pretty small breasts, but they were getting bigger and they were hurting. I've never had my breasts hurt before, even when like before I'd get my period, they would never hurt, and like. 
uh, I don't know it was just like intense and my mom was really really concerned about me and she's like can you please just go see a gynecologist and just find out what's happening is my breasts were also really really hot like compared to the rest of my body like they're packing heat and we were like what is happening um and we googled it and it could be like a marker of like some kind of ovarian cancer or whatever so she was getting really worried bless her soul so i was like okay like i'll go see i'll go see someone and my beautiful friend claudia bless her soul she's been with me through this whole journey um took me first to go see her friend who was a chinese doctor and I told her all of the symptoms and everything and she lays me down and she starts to feel my belly and my lower abdomen and she's like I want to do tests on you but she's like I don't want to test you on anything until I know for sure that you're not pregnant and I was like pregnant like I'm definitely not pregnant like that's impossible like I've I received no in the scan and the blood tests like I haven't had my period for like six months so like that doesn't make any sense um and anyway so after we go and see a gynecologist and again I tell her the whole thing and she lays me back again feels my belly and she puts this mini scanner over my belly where she, only she can see inside like it's not on a big screen or anything and then I can hear like this storm happening inside of my stomach and I'm like what the hell is that from the machine I thought it was very strange and then she hands me a pregnancy test and she's like go piss and I'm like okay so I go and urinate on the test and then she takes the test walks into the other room where my friend Claudia was and I just overhear oh she's pregnant like she doesn't even tell me she tells you my friend and I walk into the room like what did you just say and she's like yeah you're pregnant of course and I'm like what the fuck like how is that possible like it just doesn't make any sense to me you know from like everything I've been through to the cambo and just like so many things even at one point I was fasting which you're not supposed to do in pregnancy either and it's just like wild so I was like okay and her big scan her sonogram machine didn't work so we had to go somewhere else for that and I was like okay here we go again like back at the sonogram place like three months later and yeah I had the scan and I see this baby inside of my womb which was like the biggest trip ever and I see his little fingers wiggling and I'm like oh my god like I've been pregnant this whole time and I found out that I was four months pregnant so when I had that first scan I would have been about five weeks and yeah it just blows my mind absolutely blows my mind and I was like is the baby healthy like how how can it be healthy after all of that And she's like, yeah, healthy fetus, like strong heartbeat, like everything's good. And I was just like, whoa, like that is insane. It really, yeah, it was really a big plot twist, you know, guys? (laughs) It was a very, very big plot twist. So, um, and what is really funny is that on the measurements of the baby that they do, um, and they print it out and give you the measurements, one of the measurements is 111 millimeters, and another measurement on there is 11.11 centimeters, and I'm just like, wow, spirit. Another one is like 33 millimeters or something like that, and I'm like, all of my angel numbers are coming through, like, what the hell? Um... So that was crazy and you know my friend Claudia had drove me there so Alex didn't know by this point and um, obviously because I'd been pregnant like my emotions have been like wild and I've just been like more sensitive and the night before Alex and I we had like you know just something come up for me which really really triggered me and I didn't express it at the time because it was very late at night and and we didn't have time to talk about it in the morning because I was going to, yeah, the the appointments I was. So when I saw him, we met at the beach and I'd let him know that I wanted him to hold space for me whilst we talk about the trigger that I experienced last night. And then, cause I really wanted to honor that first, you know, I didn't want to just be like, oh, I'm pregnant. And then like the trigger isn't taken seriously because we're too happy about that news. So it was kind of funny how I did it. So we were at the beach and I was like, okay, like, are you ready to hold space for me to chat? And he was like, honestly, not right now. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, damn, inside, because I really wanted to share that I was pregnant, but I had to respect his own timing. So, you know, we go for a little swim in the ocean and come back. And then at some point he's ready. 
and then he just holds the most beautiful space for me while I share and express and we just talk everything through and just like such a healthy manner and that's what I really love about our relationship is that it's just so healthy you know it's just very healthy clear communication and the space holding is incredible so after that I say you know have you got anything you'd like to share and he has a little share and then I'm like okay I've got one more thing I want to share with you I brought you a little gift back from Puerto Plata which is the city where I went and got the test done so I was like close your eyes and give me a hand and and I he thought I was gonna give him like a chocolate bar or something because he was like opening his mouth ready to (laughs) receive and um I placed in his hand the positive pregnancy test and he opens his hand opens his eyes and he's like what is this (laughs) and I was like we're gonna have a baby it's like I'm four months and he just was like in shock he was like are you serious he's like is this a joke are you serious are you joking are you joking and um yeah so I shared the news in that way and it was so fun and just so sweet and oh my god yeah he was just in complete shock just because of everything we've been through um but he's so so happy and now having gone you know myself through all of the motions of like finding out I was pregnant and being like oh no and then to being like kind of happy about it and excited and accepting it to finding out I'm not to being devastated to then getting over that and being kind of relieved like oh that's kind of good actually because now we can go travel and we were actually gonna go travel to Ecuador in like five weeks time and go do a teacher training there and obviously we're not doing that anymore <laughs> we're gonna stay here so it's like wow I've, I've truly been through like every single emotion this baby is teaching me so much already that now all I feel is just so calm and just so ready and I feel very very happy and very content and very peaceful and I've been so like so stressed these past few months you know just kind of concerned about my health because I've never had serious health issues before oh and at one point I got salmonella as well the doctor told me so yeah there's just it's been a lot happening so it's so nice to be like okay all of these things that have happened there's nothing wrong with me I'm actually at my prime health in life by growing such a healthy baby and now I'm just so relaxed and so many people are like wow like you look amazing you look so calm you look so good because I'm just I feel I can take a big exhale and just truly enjoy this pregnancy now for what it is which is an absolute miracle and um yeah I just really wanted to share this story with you guys because I don't think it's a very common one (laughs) that happens um yeah but it's been really really quite the journey and it's just really taught me so much about myself it's taught me a lot about my own resilience and my ability to you know overcome certain things and work with acceptance and and being with my emotions and I'm really proud of myself ultimately um yeah so I really wanted to share that and I'm just immensely grateful that everything unfolded the way it did because there was so much healing that took place from how everything unfolded like as I mentioned in my previous episode 34 like the amount of healing that took place with my relationship to my father since I you know thought I was pregnant and then was told I wasn't pregnant like I just received an immense amount of emotional support um which it was something that I hadn't necessarily received from him before like on an emotional level um so yeah just so much healing took place and yeah I'm just I'm just over the moon everything was perfect the whole time and as I mentioned in in the beginning like just just keep trusting the signs that come to you like spirit isn't there to mislead us spirit is there to to guide us into alignment with our highest truth and even when logic or society or science is telling us otherwise we just have to keep really trusting our own feminine wisdom essentially because that is where our power lies and we have so much power but we give it away, you know, we give it away to the authority of our doctor or, you know, whoever, our parents or this or that. And it's like, what if we just internalize that power and utilized it and it's just going to keep expanding and growing. So 
I wanted that to be, you know, kind of the main message behind uh, behind this sharing. <laughs> and um, yeah, now, as I mentioned, we're not going to Durga's Tiger School anymore. Not yet anyway, which is sad because I really wanted to to go there, you know, and do this training. I've been wanting to do it for years, but, you know, it's just not the right time right now. So our plan is to try and find a little bit of land in the Dominican. Land is very cheap here and just grow our own food and have a little shack, a little a little love shack and have a little sacred space to, to raise our little island baby, which is so exciting. And I don't know the gender, by the way, or the sex, I should say. I didn't want to know, I want it to be a surprise. And, you know, when we were first connecting to the spirit and the soul of the baby, um, we felt it was male. But now as, as a lot has happened and changed, um, I don't know, I'm tapping into a little bit more female, feminine energy. And a lot of people are like, I feel like it's going to be a girl. But who knows, like whatever, it, you know, the soul chooses to manifest itself as male or female, like I really... I'm so impartial. I just want the baby to be healthy. That's all that matters for me. Like, I'm so happy to have a little goddess witch. And I'm so happy to have a little divine masculine solar. So, yeah, whatever chooses to come through is absolutely perfect. And again, it just shows the divine timing of everything. Because if my mom hadn't asked me to go see a gynecologist when I did, then I wouldn't have known I was pregnant. And I would have been in Ecuador, like, seven months pregnant. And then not knowing anyone, not being able to fly, not having a doula, not having a birth plan, not having anything. And that would suck. That would really suck. So I'm again, I'm just grateful that the universe is just allowing everything to play out so, so perfectly. As always, when we look back and connect the dots, everything makes sense. Oh my God. So um, yeah, it's pretty wild, but I'm planning on having a home birth, although you know because we were leaving we said we were leaving and now we don't have we only have this place we're in now until the end of October and then we have to find someone new so <laughs> don't know the home that I'm gonna be giving birth in yet but that's my intention a lot of the um basically like 90 something percent of the births in hospital here they just do cesarean which you know I'm not about I think respect to every woman and her choice but I would, if it's possible for me, I would love to give birth naturally and um, in a really beautiful, safe, secret environment. So, yeah, and there's so many women around me right now who are also pregnant, so many beautiful sisters, like a big group of us. <laughs> We've made a little mama's group on WhatsApp and we're going to meet up every couple weeks and from next month onwards, so from October onwards, there's going to be a baby being born every month until March, <laughs> essentially, which is when our little baby is due on the 7th of March um we'll see if that's a date or not but it's gonna be a little baby Pisces and if not Pisces it'll be Aquarius which is so awesome so yeah I'm really really excited and thank you everyone for you know tuning in and taking time to hear my story that really really means a lot and I hope it in some way empowers and inspires you to yeah just really really trust yourself because you no, you know, you know what's best, you know what's happening with your body. So I think body sovereignty is so, so important. So with that being said, I will leave it there. I would love to also share that I do have a space opening up in a couple weeks time for my Goddess Empowerment Mentoring Program, a 12-week transformational healing journey where we draw upon the different goddess archetypes we draw upon yogic philosophy and we draw upon many different areas within psychology our own spirituality just to provide beautiful tools beautiful rituals beautiful sadhana practices to allow you to flow into living in alignment with your higher self and I've been blessed to work with some amazing women so far and it really is my dharma. It really is what I'm meant to be doing on this world for now. And yeah, just it's such an honor, you know, to be able to do what I love and be able to be there and holding space for other people's journeys. So if you are interested in joining, you uh, can arrange a free consultation with me over Zoom. And we can dive into your needs and your intentions and see if we are a good fit to work with one another. 
And then I'd also love to mention as well that if you are a traveling soul like myself or if you find yourself living in different countries and dealing with life in different currencies, then I can highly recommend the platform WISE. It used to be known as TransferWISE, but WISE is, yeah, basically this online banking banking system where you can have multiple accounts in multiple different currencies and you can transfer from one currency to another with very 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 low fees i've been using wise for years now especially like living in australia and living in germany and needing to get money from this account to the other the fees are so so low compared to the bank um usually it'll cost me like one pound something to send like a large transaction to another bank account in another currency in another part of the world um so yeah i can really really recommend wise and if you did want to check it out i will add my referral code in where you will receive your first transfer for free so i'll put that in the link below and yeah, if you're in Cabarete, we've got so many events on. We've got moon ceremonies. We're going to be teaching a workshop at a festival on the 9th of October, um, Holistica Sustainable. And on the 10th of October at Natura Cabana Market doing Reiki and Tarot. We've got our ecstatic love retreat coming up on the 15th of October. There's so much. So if you're in the area, definitely check it out and thank you so much again for tuning in i send you a beautiful warm juicy hug from my heart to yours namaste